Welcome to Stemming in Stilettos with Dr. Tasha, a podcast for and about women of color in STEM. These women are brave, beautiful, and brilliant. Their stories deserve and need to be heard. Their voice strong, their message clear, their experiences priceless. Now let's welcome this wonderful winning woman of color to the show. Hello, and welcome to Stimming in Stilettos with Dr. Tasha. The main focus of the show is to highlight and showcase the stories of minority women in STEM. It is my belief that if we want to encourage minority girls to pursue STEM careers, they should first hear and learn from those who have lived those stories. It is my job to provide a safe environment for them to do so. So let's welcome this beautiful and vivacious woman in STEM to our show. Hi, and welcome to Stimming in Stilettos with Dr. Tasha. I am really excited about our guest today. Dr. Valerie Bennett is, she's amazing. And she is our guest today. And um, I'm really happy that you're here. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be, you know, just be part of your program and just knowing all the cool stuff that you're doing. So thank you for having me. You are so welcome. So as we start every single episode of Stimming and Stilettos, please tell us your STEM story. All right. So um, I guess I will start with my dad. Um, Growing up, I'm the youngest of five, and I would always see my dad under the car, fixing a car to get us around. And I just was so curious. I would just go, you know, look under the cars and hand him the light and just be so intrigued by how he was always able to get the car to run, to get things fixed. And so that just really intrigued me. So that kind of started that whole mechanical hands-on have to get in there, you know, see what's, what's happening. So that was my dad. And then my mom, my mom, oh my goodness, just, she was also just so amazing. Um, like I said, youngest of five. So she would always come up with ways to fix things around the house. Um, she would, she could sew. And so she taught me how to sew, how to put things together. So I could see how things came together from, you know, the individual pieces to the whole and vice versa. So I could look at something and say, okay, I, I know how that was made, you know? So it was just really cool. I mean, she would just be able to take things and make things work for us in the house. So um, I guess it really started with my parents. Both of them had a huge influence on me. Um, then I, uh, you know, I was in high school. I was part, I was very privileged to be um, part of the Douglas High School first magnet program, part of the Center for Technology. That was the very first one here in Atlanta. And uh, just to be part of that first class. And so we had some amazing teachers. I mean, looking back on it now, I mean, we had the best of the best, okay? Um, and so my math teachers, 
they really encouraged me. I was always just so excited. I love math, love science, and you know, just being trained by the best. That was just really a big, big deal. Um, it was, you know, Dr. Woods, he it was my very first robotics class. I mean, who does that? You know, you know, 30 years ago, right? So <laughs> I'm okay to tell my age, but I'm not. <laughs> but, you know, just, you know, having that environment of just uh, growth and, you know, all my friends, we were all, you know, doing the same thing. So we were always, you know, doing well in our classes. Like it was competitive, but it was kind of that fun competition, you know. Yeah. Uh, so that made it all, all, the, all the work that we could do. Uh, then went on to uh, Vanderbilt undergraduate, majored in mechanical engineering and math, ended up double majoring because as you know, with all the math classes, just go ahead and double major, you know? Might as well, all the math you took. It was, how many more classes was it? Like two, three, how much? One. It, it was one? Up, yes. You, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I was in mechanical engineering. Uh, we can talk about that experience, I'm sure, later. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, finished uh, Vanderbilt. I had several um, internships along the way during the summers. So that really helped me understand what I loved and didn't like, what types of engineering, what types of specializations I thought I would be good at. Um, so, again, mentors, um, great programs, people made me aware, you know, involved in Nesby, uh, SWE, those organizations. Um, so went through Vanderbilt, finished there, and then I went on to Georgia Tech to pursue my um, PhD in mechanical engineering. Um, and very interesting experience because you're right smack in, in the middle of um, just this world of research, mm -hmm. this world of, um, of course, you being the only one, you know, you can count them on a hand, right? If that, if that many, maybe like three. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but, you know, again, great mentors, great support. Um, so my STEM journey has to deal with um, having the best, I just really feel this deep in my heart, really having the best teachers, mentors, um, opportunities, just being very blessed in the area and great support um, to help with the challenges that, you know, I face along the way. Um, so finished Georgia Tech, worked in industry uh, for a company called Manhattan Associates. Uh, for a couple of years. Then I started my teaching career. Uh, <laughs> um, got introduced to teaching at Morehouse um, in mechanical and engineering and physics. They had kind of the dual degree engineering program going on. And um, I caught the teaching bug and I absolutely loved it. Um, so then I, I guess I switched roles being that mentor you know, for other students, you know, so mm -hmm. taught for several years. Um, and along the way, um, I found that, you know, you just begin to notice things, begin to understand. And of course, you see more and more that there really aren't that many of us doing this. Um, so that led me to in 2014, I started a STEM nonprofit called STEM Compass. 
where our um, mission is to navigate, motivate, and edu educate underrepresented groups in STEM and in entrepreneurship as well. And so uh, that's, where, that's where I am right now. So uh, I'll stop there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's kind of that journey. So, yeah. Well, it seems like um, your, your STEM journey has sort of all led up to, to this, to what you're doing right now. So I, I can see how all of the pieces fit together. Mm -hmm. um, the, you know, it, it just seems like they, they all fit. Um, so what I would ask is, so if we could go back because I, you know, we've talked before, but I know that we have, cause we're, we're mechanical engineers. So like we have, I feel like we should be like me and you must never part. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> and we have similar, similar backgrounds. It was two classes for me to get a minor in mathematics at, um, well, what is now Kennesaw State? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so like I know, I know that journey. So, um, but I would, I do want to talk to you about what your experience was like being the first and only the first. You know, in in probably a lot of your classes and in doing what you uh, were doing, what that experience was like, and and maybe what couple of lessons one, two lessons that you may have taken from that experience? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. Um, going to uh, Vanderbilt was, I'll say, a semi-shock um, in, in the sense that, you know, all of the schools that I had attended before, you know, all Black. Um, but I did have the privilege of going during the summers for in a program called the MS Square program in Phillips Academy in Andover. And a great mentor, Mr. Young, um, Victor Young, I'm giving all my shout outs because they know <laughs> and I know, you know, the impact that they have had. But, um, you know, was part of that program. So that was my first kind of immersion um, with, you know, an environment that wasn't all black. And so I was kind of, you know, looking back on it now, it's like, okay, you know, hey, we're all the same. You know, we just have to work and do what we need to do and we'll get the same grades. We have the same opportunities, that type of thing. Um, but when I did go to Vanderbilt, you know, it was really like, okay, like you said, I'm the only one in this statics class. I'm the mm -hmm. only one. And, you know, being part of Douglas, you know, it really gave me a lot of confidence. So right. I'm going to hold this thing, you know, I'm confident, you know, doing well. You know, I was the valedictorian of uh, my high school, you know, great friends, you know, just going in. So you get in class and you start to have design projects and you have to work in groups. Mm -hmm. yes. You know where I'm going with this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you're just like, okay, Jimmy, okay. Oh, you, you got a group. Okay. Uh, all right. You got, okay. Uh, so mm -hmm. No one picks you for their group. Right. And you're just like, okay, uh, Bobby, we the last one. Okay. And, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, th that's a big shock. Right. And it was really weird because it's like, well, what's wrong with me? I mean, or what's wrong with you? I had to rethink it later. Of course, hindsight is 2020, but you know, you just like, Okay, so that began to kind of change my thinking a little bit, like maybe I am different, <laughs> mm -hmm. maybe 
something is kind of happening here. Um, or it'll be in a situation where you'll raise your hand, don't get called on. Yes. Be the only hand. So you're like, I know you see me with my hands up. I'm, I studied. I know the answer. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, those types of things would happen. And then, especially when I was in, um, worked in industry, and you, you know about the situation I'm about to tell you, you know, you'll be in a meeting and you will say the answer. It's like that FedEx question, the FedEx commercial, rather. And you'll say, you know, the answer is A, B, C, D, E, F, G. No comment. Crickets. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy, you know, says the same thing. He'll say A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And it's like, oh, that's a great answer. That's a great answer. That is never, oh, my gosh, let's implement that right away. Yes. You're like, I just said the that's same that. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, what in the world? So those types of things just really began to, you know, kind of pull on my psyche and confidence because it's like, wait a minute, I thought I was doing okay. So those are some of the types of things that that happened. I so well, you know, I can relate, it, and, and it's it's. And it's so sad that even though we were in two totally different different schools, two totally different companies, but having the same experience as mm-hmm. Black women. And mm-hmm. so for me, it was always like, and when especially when you didn't get picked with for you know with the four group, and it was almost <laughs> like I can't, I could never decide or could never tell if they were more offended by my race or by my gender or both. I couldn't even. It was like I, which what is it right because i know i'm sitting here i'm a whole person um (laughs) you you know and i know you see me you know we bumped elbows so like what i don't know which one of those two things you can't you find abhorrent like you can't deal with for some reason there's something that you you're saying "Eh, i don't know right Mm -hmm. um and then it you know and then it became a matter of so for me um because i have i am really uh probably overly competitive it was like oh i'm gonna show you Um, yeah that's it that's that's it that was it so it was like okay i'm going to study harder i'm going to know my stuff i'm going to get ahead you are so right about it i'm going to show you it that was that was it that was it. You can't outwork me. I'm going to do all my problems. I'm going to do all my problem sets. <laughs> right. You are so right about it. So right about it. Yeah, this is, and it's no joke. I mean, in industry, I, it, it was amazing to be in a, um, a team meeting. So you got your electrical engineers in there. You got your, you know, you got your architects and stuff. You got your, <laughs> you know, you got structural, civil, everybody's in there because engineers don't necessarily do anything by themselves we always work in teams well you know this right Mm -hmm. so why for you put me on this team if you don't want to hear what i have to say like what why are we wasting my time then exactly um aren't i here because i'm talented aren't i here because you put your faith in what i'm doing i'm just not you know this and, and then sometimes it can be just uh, a placeholder okay 
I got the black one and I got the female. Mm -hmm. You're here, so just sit here and look pretty. You don't really have to, you know, work hard, but yeah, don't make any waves. Don't yeah. try to do anything. Don't try to be efficient or, or right. a real member right. of the team. Right. Or make suggestions because you really don't, you really kind of don't know what you're doing. So it was just always this nagging thing of, you know, um, am I going to be, you know, not just appreciated, that's down, you know, just accept my technical ability, just yeah. accept my um, knowledge and what I bring. Yeah, that was the everlasting battle for me. The last, the last company that I worked for was the oldest architectural and engineering firm in, um, in Atlanta, in Georgia. Okay. Um, and I won't name them. <laughs> you could probably go and look them up. Um, but that experience would just make me see this is not necessarily where I need to be, especially yeah. when my, um, my boss at the time was literally a functioning alcoholic. Oh my goodness. He would come into work every day. He would take, he would get a can of Coke or Sprite. He would pour it out and he would pour in his liquor and he would sip all day. Oh my goodness. I cannot imagine. I cannot I was, imagine that. Yeah. So you could, when he, you could, you could smell him coming before he showed up in your area. That's mm. how bad it was. It was coming from his pores. This yeah, guy yeah. had a VP status in all of the, and I was like, so I'm taking criticism and being discounted in meetings and, and he's allowing it to happen. And this is my boss. Yes, yes. I can understand that situation. Um, not not with the alcoholism component, but with the sheer, you just don't know what you're doing. I mean, it's, ask a question. You know, it wasn't like, do my job, but it was just like, I'm new. So who do right. I about? I mean, I'm new on the team. So it was just like, here you go. You know, and I know the other associates, they were always, you know, going, you know, for drinks and all that. I don't do any of that stuff. Right. I know, you know, you, you know, supposed to kind of, you know, oh, yeah, I don't do that. So, you know, that little circle I wasn't going to be in, but I just know that it was always like this camaraderie, this kind of silent um club right and what what i didn't know what i didn't know was that i had to understand the game mm. didn't yeah. understand the game and once i realized okay this, this is a game up in here and i'm still sitting on the side no i'm in the locker room <laughs> yeah, you ain't even came out yet <laughs> <laughs> i am in the locker room putting up towels mm -hmm. okay so once I realized it was the game, oh, it was on. It was on. They saw me. They couldn't get rid of me. You know, oh, she, you know, yo, she's so active. She know. Yes, I know the game now. So if nothing else that we need to help people understand and help others, women especially, black women especially, yes. mm -hmm. um, you have to know it's a game. It's a game that you have to play you have to excel 
And skills is only one part of that. Skills only one part of that. And I thought it was just that, oh, you know, since I'm smart, I know everything, not everything, but I know what I'm doing. Um, but I didn't understand the game part of it. Yeah, yeah, that's the, so that's the, to me, that's the most important part of why, um, or for me, that's why mentoring is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have to, it has to be included in any program that we're doing, especially as it relates to women. And for me and you, um, mm-hmm. we're talking about black women or women of color. Mm-hmm. Y'all, there's a game being played <laughs> and we don't, we don't know the rules. We walking up in there like I graduated top of my class. I know this stuff. You, you know, mm-hmm. you want me on your team. And they're like, yeah, <laughs> there's this other game being played that we have to figure out how to navigate through and, and win. Yes, very, very true. Um, I, I look back at and think at the mentors, think about the mentors that I had along the way, you know, different ages and phases. But the mentors I had in high school, I think about Miss Long, I think about Miss Graham. Um, uh, talked about Mr. Dr. Woods and then in college, you know, you think about those mentors, um, Dean Carolyn Williams, she was the, the, when I was a freshman, she had just come on as the Dean of the, uh, College of Engineering, black female. I'm just like, this is heaven. This is utopia, right? Right, right. Oh, my goodness. And how she took me under her wings. I mean, we still communicate now. Um, you know, told me about, you need to be in sweet. I'm like, what's sweet? You, you know, she was just like, you need to do this. You need to do this. You need to get your PhD. Don't stop here. I'm just like, what? Okay. <laughs> and, you know, uh, just everything, you know, make sure I have funding, you know, do the gym program. Like, what's the gym program? I mean, she literally gave me access to things and people and places that yes. I have never had access to. And, oh, I get chills just thinking about it, but because I know that that is what we have to continue to do when we're in that space now. Um, and, mentorship is great you know i love it it's where it's supposed to be it's it's you know it's gonna um fulfill the purpose that it's meant to do but uh dr natasha we have to do more than that we have to take it the next step we have to give others that word access we need to introduce people we need to say i'm going to share this and even with women who are on you know the same age and stage i'm going to share this with you and not try to compete with you because i want you to be ahead of me it's not about that anymore if you just didn't say a whole word do you just go ahead and preach that because i need you to re i mean seriously i need you to repeat that it, it, we need to understand quite honestly that we we cannot compete with each other. We have to be a support. Yes. When If you have yours, I'm happy for you. I want to get mine. Yes. And not at your expense. That's it. You know, it's just yeah. like we have to be in the build of the business of building each other up. Right. We, we're right. not in a, and, and honestly, for me, we're not in a position right now because we, there are so few of us and not just black women, because that's 
yeah. a whole nother thing. But <laughs> women in general, there's yes. so few of us that we can't be out here competing with each other for what? For what? For what? The the competition part is something that these outside forces put on us to say, okay, be better, do better. But if, if you look historically, and especially when, oh, I'm going to go back to history. Thank you, Dr. Okua. <laughs> but if we think about how schools were even started for African-Americans after slavery, during slavery, I tell you, it was all about the whole community. And it made everyone so strong. When others tried to come in and help, and we're like, well, just give us resources. We don't want you to take over, but just give us resources. We have to take that same mindset to say, okay, I'm going to help everyone be better. I'm going to help everyone be better. And in my, in my days, and, and I still kind of work with the uh, first robotics organization, it's called cooperation. Mm -hmm. It's not Competition is competition and cooperation, and together it makes everyone go up. Because it's not good to be in a contest with three people, and the other two they can't really compete because their battery went dead or something. Give them a battery, and then we can compete and grow and learn. It's not going to take anything from me, right? Take anything from you. So we we really have to embrace this idea and I know it's kind of new it's uh, it's not new it's something we have to be um, re-energized or, or uh, reminded of the power that that has by everyone coming together you can't have a one-sided you're architects from mechanical you can't have a one-sided house you have to have both sides and it makes it stronger so it just helps the entire community be lifted and we, we got to do a better job I just love everything about that. <laughs> just, <laughs> I just love everything because I, I think who doesn't want to compete with another, if you're going to compete, another individual that's at their best. And you know what I mean? That's it. That's it. So, so if, if we're going, so if it takes nothing from you to help this other person, Yes. You know, and it says much more about you, the individual, if you're so busy trying to tear down this other thing that you don't even want to compete. You just want them to be gone. Right, so, right, right. Once you venture in, you got to be willing, you got to, you know, you got to be willing to go there. That's so, right. That's right. Says, like, I want her at her best because I know I'm going to be at my best. Right, right. right. <laughs> and at the end of this, we're going to go have drinks together. Right, right. right. Exactly. Exactly. We're going to make each other better and just grow and do more. We can do right. more if we're working together. So that's, yeah. the, that's the thing. We can't do this apart. We can't do this separated. We have mm -hmm. to be together um, on, the, on the issues. So mm -hmm. to that end, so tell me how or where, how you made the switch to i say the switch like i didn't make the same switch but tell me how you got into um how you got into education um that's a good question um i was working in um working in industry and my husband was actually teaching at morehouse college and one summer they needed <clears throat> they needed a teacher for their um engineering design class over the summer and um my job um, at the time, 
um, would allow me to work. I think the class was later in the day or something or after lunch or something. So I was able to, I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll do this little Morehouse thing. <laughs> Make sure, you know, they need somebody. Okay. So, um, I ended up, uh, getting the job. It was, um, kind of a tenure track position and I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And I absolutely loved it. I mean, working with those young people, they're so energetic and they want to know how to do this stuff. And it was just, it was just so much fun. It was just the most fun I've had. Um, and they were like, okay, well, can you stay for the fall? And I was like, I, I think I'm going to go ahead and just step all the way in. So um, start teaching there. I was there for four and a half years, um, helped to co-coordinate the um, dual degree engineering program. Um, mentored those young men. Um, it was it was just a blast. I, I'm still in touch with a few of them, actually. Um, and then I would see them out, or we reconnect on social media. It's just been wonderful, and um, that that really just stuck with me because I realized it's not just about me. It's about um, helping others, showing others, telling the real deal. Right. <laughs> You know, you have to do all the problems in the problem set. I'm going to grade one problem, but you're going to do all of them, okay? Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> so, you know, um, it, it, it's just been a great experience. Um, tutoring, I still do a lot. I still do that as well. Um, but just with them, it, what I didn't realize, I guess, Dr. Dr. Um, Natasha, is that the importance of them seeing us. And I didn't realize, I'm just like, I'm just being me. I'm just going around doing what I need to do. But it's like, they need to see a black face. They yeah. need to see a black female face. And I didn't realize that the importance of that until I really got into teaching. Um, I was, um, after I was at Morehouse, I um, taught at the Westminster schools, um, private white um, uh, um, school uh, K through 12 I was teaching the high school and a young lady um, Maya I'll just say her first name um, black female um, was in my class I taught physics there and um, helped to start their robotics program as well um, but I saw her so she went she I'm sorry it's just a great story I'm getting all I'm getting it all mixed together um, I was her teacher at the Westminster schools. She then graduated, went on to Spelman College. Um, we stayed in touch and everything. Um, and she ended up pledging AKA, okay. Um, so we stayed connected. So she told me when she was at Spelman, she said, I was so happy to have a black teacher. Mm. I was the only black teacher that she ever had when she was at that school. Wow. I didn't know that. And I didn't realize the impact of me just being there in that space with her to give her a sense of, I guess, her identity, her, her selfness. Um, just, you know, for me saying, hey, girl, you know, or whatever I said or whatever I did. And um, how important that was for her. And she talked about it. She did an interview, had an article written about her, and I was reading it. 
and I was like, really? What? It, I mean, you just don't know. And it, it just meant so much for me to just say, if nothing else, if nothing else I did, yep. I was my Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's just how how we need to be in these places and spaces, wherever it is, wherever God is calling us to be, that we take it as a calling. Yeah. We never know the last we touch. So the the other part of that though uh, is that you showed up as your whole authentic self, and she could recognize it. She could see little pieces of herself in you yeah. being you. Yeah, that's magic. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 amazing the the power that we have the influence, and we just don't realize it. Um, just being ourselves. So, yeah. yeah. So tell me about STEM Compass. Yes, yeah, so uh, STEM Compass, um, organization that I just absolutely love, and we have been able to have programs, workshops on engineering, coding, um, group projects, um, using technology in a way and presenting it in a way that allow students to, again, be themselves, to have fun, to know that technology is within their reach, to let them know even if they have never had it in school or never kind of been it in the curriculum during school, that they are exposed. The exposure is so critical to our young people because we are getting left behind. We can share some stats. I'm mm -hmm. sure we know them. Yes. One stat that I love to share is that the graduation rate for engineers, what that number was, it was it's less than 10% in the 70s for African-Americans, is still less than 10% now. Still. Yes. Correct. Yay. <laughs> so that drives me. That, that just drives me bazonkers because it should not happen anymore. So um, our programs expose the kids to STEM. It also again, allows them to have success. It's the one thing to try it out, but it's another thing to have success and to have fun with it. And um, right now we're having a virtual STEM camp where it's been over the course of four weeks. We have a different STEM focus. Every week we've done some online coding workshops in the summer that had some worldwide students be involved in it from Malaysia, all across the country. Um, but we, we are just dedicated to, to helping our kids. Uh, we're going to move into some scholarships really soon that we'll be able to uh, give, give out. Um, so that's, that's STEM Compass. Um, we've uh, been you can't get off with us telling us that because I know you just had something big happened. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to <laughs> Oh, okay. I'm about to say <laughs> um, but but um, we've been blessed to be um, to receive a grant from PPG, a ten thousand dollar grant from PPG. Yay, PPG! We're gonna put that. So little... happy for you. <laughs> so blessed, so blessed. We have a great team um, that we're working with. Um, we're looking to get additional funds, but we we've had programs with uh, Google. Um, has been working with us, um, Clorox, uh, LMS Engineering. Um, we had a program at Spelman, um, the Spelman College of uh, Education. 
um, Georgia Tech. I mean, we, we've just been really blessed and we welcome more partnerships. We welcome additional help because there's a lot of work to be done. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, if you want to, if you want to have an impact, work with us. <laughs> you know it, you, you already know it. So I am, I can't even tell you how happy I am for you. Like you, um, I just get happy when I think about you. So, and I think about what you're doing. I you. I mean, I, I appreciate you asking me questions, but girl, you are the bomb. You know, girl. I listen. I you are doing an amazing job. Okay. Uh, thank so, you. Really and truly. So we, we're going we're going to be doing some cool stuff together. I, I just uh, know, I, and I know it to be true. Um, okay. So now tell us where, um, where we can find you. Cause I need people to be on your website, who, to be volunteering, to help you to give donations if they have it, all of those things. So let's, so let's get, get, let's what, what, where to find you on social media, <laughs> website, email, whatever. Okay. Okay. Um, and then I have two other things I want to share with everyone. Sure. Very important sure. So, but yeah, our website is stemcompassinc.org. You can go there, find all of, all about all of our events, things we have going on, sign up, um, make sure you use the contact us form and we'll um, be able to connect with you. Of course, all social media, Facebook, like us on Facebook, Instagram, you can see everything that's going on. We are always posting, uh, letting you know what's going on. Um, you can email me directly, vbennett at stemcompass.org, two N's and two T's, don't forget that. Uh, and it comes directly to me, and we'll be more than happy to interact with you, let you know what's going on. Um, so I'm excited about that. Um, and you also know about this too, uh, Dr. Tasha, Dr. Natasha, um, my Dr. Val B. Um, Dr. Val B, that's where you can interact with me as well with things I'm doing um, in the community, uh, in the STEM area, doing some STEM consulting, um, doing um, different webinars and seminars, things that we wanted to just get out in the community, letting you know some cool things about STEM and how we can be better, how we can do better. Uh, so I do a lot of speaking in that, in that vein as well. So um, Dr. Valby as well on Facebook and Instagram. Yes, and two other projects that I'm working on. I've been blessed to be asked to be one of the co-editors of this amazing book called Overcoming Barriers for Women of Color in STEM Fields, Emerging Research and Opportunities. And this is produced by my good friend, Dr. Pamela Leggett Robinson of our consulting, yes. And the book has just come out. And so I just wanted to share that with everyone. Please go look this book up. I mean, such data, such scholarship, all by Black women. Their stories, you will just feel so much connection with what they're saying. So please check out the book, Overcoming Barriers for Women of Color in STEM Fields. So uh, that's the first um, project I want to share with you. And then I want to share with you a book that I've written called Bible Lessons for Techies, Thriving in Your Relationship with God Through a Technology Lens. Uh, technology is everywhere. And the Lord placed on my heart about all these connections with scripture and things about science and technology that's in the Bible. And uh, so it's a book that has 10 lessons 
Um, I've also written a curriculum for it as well. And the book is on Amazon. So I want to share that with everyone. Um, go check it out. We'll be having a book signing very, very soon. So I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, see, I told you she is amazing. Girl. Oh, amazing. Um, <laughs> so I do have one last question, and it is the question that we always end our show on. Um, and it is, if you could revisit your younger self, what advice would you give her and why? Who I, I love that question. And I'm going to try to do my best to keep it a little bit constrained because I can really go on about this one. Um, I think the first thing I would tell little Val is that, girl, just, just go out there and just kill it. Just kill, don't, don't think about other people. Don't think about if you're not pretty enough, if you're not smart enough, if you're not rich enough, go out there and do it because you are going to just change the world. Just change the world. I would tell little Valerie, I would say, Valerie, don't worry about the picture in the frame. Mm -hmm. Because that's something that I, I know I was always kind of like, oh, I want that. I want that. You know, that's it, right? No, that's it. Because the palette is where it comes together. And the palette is sometimes all, you know, not very pretty, right? You see those artist palettes and stuff. It's not always pretty. But understand that you are a work in progress and it's going to be all right, girl. It's going to be all right. Mm -mm -mm. so girl just go out there and do it it is okay I think one thing for me too uh Dr. Natasha I I know I had issues with kind of image you know because we weren't rich you know our parents did a great job in raising us and you know but you know you see other people right you're like oh stop comparing yourself to other people just just stop just stop that girl <laughs> <laughs> yes let's not do that yes oh yeah, yes. stop it you know um so those, those are some of the things I, I would tell my younger self and you know I'm wearing my t-shirt my visioneer t-shirt um because we're engineers but now we are visioneers yes are writing the vision we are making it plain for others we are showing them the way, but we have to have our vision and we are makers of the vision. Love that. Love, love all of that. All right, you guys. Um, I hope that you have enjoyed this episode as much as, <laughs> as, much as I have today. Um, our guest is uh, Dr. Valerie Bennett. She is amazing. I'm I'm quite certain that you guys will um, hit her up on her social media and go to her website. Um, and until we can meet again, you guys take care of yourselves and see you. All right. Hi, everybody. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First off, it's free. Second, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Third, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you 
so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Stimming in Stilettos. I sincerely hope that you learned something new from our guest today. Remember that you can listen to Stimming in Stilettos anywhere podcasts are found. You can follow us on Facebook at Stimming in Stilettos. You can find Dr. Tasha on Facebook and Twitter at Dr. Tasha 11, Instagram at Dr. Tasha. So until next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Stimming in Stilettos. Please check out the show notes to get additional information about today's guest or today's topic. You can find the podcast on every major podcast platform. You can find additional information about Dr. Tasha at www.drtasha.com. Thanks again, and don't forget to tune in every Tuesday for the latest episode of Stimming in Stilettos.